0: Glory to God. Isn't it good to be in the house of God this morning? Praise God. A place where we can hear from God. A place where we can receive all that God has for us. I hope you're here expecting to hear from God. Expecting to see God manifest in your life. I'm going to be talking about expectation of what God can do in your life. When you get a word from heaven. When you get the word of God in your heart. You can expect God's going to show up. God's power is going to be manifest. If you have your Bibles, we're going to be looking at John chapter 6, verse 63. John chapter 6, verse 63. And of course, this is Jesus speaking. And he talks about the manifestation of God's Spirit. God's Spirit is often called God's power. Too many times, Christians will read the words on the page and kind of sh- shake their heads, and they'll say amen to the preacher, and say yes, amen, brother, and, 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 and say, and clap, and get excited. But, and it's just really a head knowledge of God's Word, saying that, that they know it's, it's so. But down deep in their heart, they're not really expecting anything. They're not really believing that what they've read is actually going to come to pass for them in their life. I want you to know that you can expect God's word to come to pass for you. Not for the preacher only, not for sister so-and-so who's all righteous and holy, not for brother so-and-so who walks upright and serves the Lord in the church. God's word was meant for you. You've got to take God's word like it's true and written to you. Specifically, when God said something, he says something to his entire church in the New Testament. Are you part of the church? Are you part of God's people? Then he he spoke to you. He wrote to you. You should have an expectation. Absolutely, this shall come to pass. The devil has bombarded our minds with with thoughts of doubt, fear, that it's not going to happen. And what do we do? Well, we know faith is the opposite of fear. So faith, if we have faith, we would cast down those thoughts and say, no, you're a liar. The truth of God's word is going to come to pass. So when we hear the word of the Lord, and and we've got to be assured that the manifestation of power of the Spirit of God is coming. But from that time that we hear the word of the Lord until the manifestation There's a time there where we have to have something. We have to have faith. When we hear the word of the Lord that entire time, we don't feel anything, we don't see anything. In fact, what we see might look like it's getting worse and worse. What we hear might sound like it's getting worse and worse. But we have to have faith that God said something to you and it's going to come to pass. Not because you're holy and perfect and righteous, because you're not. Jesus was. It's because he was that we, we know it's going to come to pass. See, we come to God not on our own merits, but on the merits of, God's faithful, well, uh, on the merits of Jesus Christ's faithfulness on that cross. That's how we know when, when God spoke something to us, we can believe it's going to happen. Because of his faithfulness, we can come short. And we do and we will come short. Hallelujah, but thank God it's not based on our goodness. How much we've been going to church or tithing or serving or whatever has nothing to do with what what we've been doing. It has everything to what he did on that cross. Everything to do with what he did on that cross. Thank God. So, you know, he was faithful. It's already been done. We're not looking forward for Jesus to do it for us. We already know it's already been done in the past, almost 2,000 years ago. So we can have an expectation when God said he'll deliver you. He will deliver you. He will set you free Any addictions he will set you free Any sin he will set you free praise God actually he has set you free He is continuing to set you free and thank God one day we will be completely set free Glory to God. In fact, that's what I'm gonna be talking about is past present and future. We know in our past past if you're a Christian, you got born again in the past. And then we're going to be talking about, briefly for a moment, in the future, we get to look forward to re- the return of Jesus. Praise God. But I'm going to focus really about our time today. But let's start with our, our scripture here. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The spirit that quickeneth. That word quickens means, uh, quicken means to produce alive. Understand, we have the life of God available to us now. When we were sinners, we did not have access to life. This is not just any life. It isn't just existence. It isn't just being alive like, it, like an animal is alive. This is the eternal life of God. This is the most powerful thing in all of existence. God's life is now yours. We are given eternal Life will have it for eternity. And it's not just talking about you're going to live for eternity, which you will, but all men will live forever. That's, it's talking about a quality of life. It's talking about the zoe, that's the Greek word, life of God is now yours. So there should be no death. You, you should have life flowing through your body, through your mind, and through your spirit. Praise God. That's where God resides. The life of God comes and dwells inside your spirit. This word quicken also means, besides being uh, to produce alive, it means to cause to live. We have a resurrection life. We have resurrection power in us. We have all the power we need in us. Praise God. We've got the Holy Ghost in us. Do you believe that? Praise God. To cause to live, to make alive, to give life by spiritual power to arise And invigorate to restore to life some people need some restoration in their life Hallelujah Well, how do you get that restoration? How do you get that life? Well, that's in this scripture the flesh profits nothing Well, it's it's not gonna be in the flesh. It's not gonna be in your power your ability your strength your your finances What's it gonna be? It's gonna be in the word that I speak Jesus's word the word that I speak to who to the preacher no, to you, the word that I, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Glory to God. They are spirit and they are life. The Zoe life of God. So if we need more power in our life, understand we've got God's power in us. We don't need more power like it's way up there in heaven somewhere and we're trying to convince God to bring it down to us. That's what some people think prayer is, is trying to get God's power down here. We're trying to like pull on it from heaven. Understand the power is already here. When the Holy Ghost fell, we've got the power in us now. We're not trying to get the power down from heaven. What we, if we want more power, we need to have more word. We have to believe the word because that's where the power comes from. You want more power, more restoration, more deliverance from sin and addictions and from all this stuff in this world. You want more power of the Holy Ghost in manifestation, in the gifts of the Spirit, in in healings and miracles, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy, discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues, faith. All these things come by having faith in in the Word. The Word always precedes the manifestation. The Word precedes the Spirit. Even in the, the ministries that God sent to this earth, He first sent Jesus, who is the Word made flesh. After Jesus came, uh, left, what came next was the manifestation of the Spirit in the upper room on that day. So the Word precedes the manifestation. The Word precedes the power. The Word precedes the Holy Ghost in your life. Hallelujah. So we don't need more power. We've got the powerhouse. What we're trying to do is bridge the gap between where we are, what we've heard in God's word, and the manifestation to show up. The power of God to show up. Do you believe God's word? I don't mean just with your head because anybody can say, yes, the Bible is true. And there's millions of Christians across the world that would shake their head and say, yes, the Bible is true but they don't have faith in their heart. They don't actually expect to be delivered. They don't actually expect to be healed. They relegate it all to the future. Someday God's going to do something. They relegate it, you know, oh, you know, when the Lord comes back, everything will be made right, as if that's the only time it'll be made right. It's all in the sweet by and by, right? That's, that's traditional denominational Christianity but we are Pentecostals we believe in the things of the Spirit we believe in the manifestation of the Holy Ghost we believe in the gifts of the Spirit and the full manifestation of the offices which pastor preached on this last week we believe in what we call it the full gospel we don't take out a bunch of the gifts of the Spirit cross them out of our Bible and say no they're not here today and take all the offices of the Apostle, Prophet, Evangelist, Pastor, Teacher, cross that out of our Bible and throw it out. That's what denominations do. We're Pentecostals. We take the entire New Testament and say it's all true. Amen? So we should be having manifestations of power. We should be having God's Word show up in our life. It can't just be the words on the page. Don't just read the words. Believe down deep in your heart, not just with your head You start with your head. You got to start with your head to 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 understand But then it has to drop down into your heart and say man. That's gonna happen in my life I'm believing God that's really gonna happen. That's what I expect to happen an Expectation that the quickening the life-giving power of God's Word is actually going to happen for you not for brother and sister and pastor for you Can you believe that? Hallelujah. It's just a choice. It's a choice to say, I believe God's word in this area. We all have difficulties, things we're going through, challenges, fears, anxieties, worries that come across our our mind. And so those thoughts are opportunities to believe lies and doubt. Well, we can take those thoughts and drop them down into our heart, and that will ruin our faith. Remember, Jesus was talking and said you can move mountains if you don't doubt. Doubt is like poison that ruins your faith. You, you just one drop of doubt and you, you cannot move a mountain. You can't even uh, heal the gnat fly wing. I mean, you can't do anything with doubt in your heart. When, when thoughts come of doubt and worry, don't let them drop down into your heart. No, open up the scriptures and say no. I'm letting this drop down in my heart. I believe this. God's word is life. It's zoe life. It produces manifestations of God's power in my life. Amen. We are are people that believe the word of God. We are Pentecostals that believe in the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. And if you haven't, haven't had the manifestation of the fullness of the Spirit of God, if you haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, you can ask for that and believe with absolute certainty that he will give you the Holy Ghost in manifestation of the Holy Ghost with power, with tongues and manifestations. All, whatever gift he's given, gifts in the Spirit, whatever he's given you, whatever ministry he's given your life, you can expect it's going to happen. God's given all of us a ministry, and he's given us the equipment to fulfill that ministry. You can expect the power of God to show up in youth group, in refuge. You can expect the power of God to show up in children's church. We all have a ministry. You can expect the power of God to show up serving donuts. God can give you a word of encouragement to someone out there that you're serving donuts to. You can expect the power of God to show up. Anything you're doing for God, actually expect God to use you. Stop putting it on the preacher the preacher we 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 get it all mixed up we think we go to church and it's like the preacher you know if you imagine this huge stadium full of people maybe a football stadium tens and thousands of people and the preacher is on on the field and we're all watching the preacher as if he's the one performing no the preacher is the coach in the locker room You're the one out there on the field doing the work. Amen? The preacher is encouraging you to fulfill your ministry in God. Expect God to use you. Expect God's word to come to pass in your life. We know in uh, Ephesians chapter 2, and I'll just read this briefly. Ephesians chapter 2, we were born again, quickened. I like this word quickened. Quickened by the Spirit of God. That's how we were born again. How did that happen? Well, first, the gospel came. What is the gospel? Well, the gospel is God's word. Ephesians 2, verse 1. So first the word comes, then the quickening, then the power, then the zoe life of God comes, and we know it works. It changed us on the inside. You hath he quickened, who were dead in sins, dead in trespasses and sins, we're in, in time past, you walked according to the course of this world. In time past, something has changed, right? In time past, you did. How many, you know, we were some rank sinners out here. I mean, we, were, we had drugs, alcohol. I know some of you, I, I didn't have that past, but I know some of y'all had, were, were messed up. Really, really messed up. I grew up in church. But I know you guys can remember those days where there was just chaos and misery, no joy, no peace, no life. It was just awful. Hallelujah. But something changed. This was when you became born again. You walked according to the course of the uh, the power of the air beforehand, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience among whom we all had our conversation or conduct in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and we're by nature the children of wrath, even as others. This is talking about your past, your nature, what you're born again has changed. Way down deep in your heart, now there's, there's this part of you that wants to please God, that wants to do the will of God, that wants to seek God. So we have that conflict right now. We still have the same flesh that we used to have. But now deep down in our heart, we have a nature that's changed that says, God, I want to do your will. Can you believe that God will manifest power in your life so that you can? God, I want to live holy. I want to live sanctified. Do you believe God's power will manifest in your life so that you can? Don't just put it off in the future. Well, I just give up. It ain't going to happen. I'll just praising the Lord and going to church and not expecting for it to happen. Not believing, as it says in Romans 6, 14, that you are no longer under the dominion of sin. Can you believe that? Do you believe that? That's not talking about the future. Now, sin has no more power over you. Before, when you were a sinner, you couldn't help it. And you enjoyed it. Now you can help it. And you don't enjoy it. That's what I'm talking about. A quickening life of God has changed you. If God changed you then, God can continue to change you. You understand we're in progress. We're, We're still a work in the making, a work of art that God's still working on, a masterpiece that God's still working on. So we're still in progress. So if he did it then, way down deep in your heart, he can do it next in the transformation of your mind. We are being transformed, renewed in our mind, it says in Romans. As we sacrifice, as we give our bodies as a sacrifice, as we uh, get our minds conformed to the things of God by hearing God's Word. It is God's Word that quickens, that gives you that life, that the Word comes first, then the manifestation. The Word comes, then the power. If you don't have enough power, if if you're not seeing deliverance, if you're not seeing results, Don't blame God. Blame, hey, I need to get in the word more. I need to find what God said about this thing that I am dealing with right here. And then, of course, believe it. Believe it down deep in your heart. And continue to believe it. And patience. We we obtain the promises by faith and patience. That means we have to endure patiently until we see it. We can't let God's word just be words on the page and not actually expect them to happen. We have to actually believe this stuff. And it will come to pass. God didn't just write a book. He gave us power. He gave us the Holy Ghost so that the manifestation would come. We can't relegate it off to the future. We can't put it off on somebody else. It's got to be yours in your heart. Yes, God is going to work in my life and deliver me and help me and heal me and bless me. Provide for me. Protect me my family, whatever is you're believing God for. Verse 4, but God who is rich in mercy with a great love, that's the reason behind it all, is his love for you, wherewith he loved us even when we were dead in sins, has quickened, there's the word again, quickened us together with Christ. So we haven't just been given any life, we've been given the, the life of Christ. We know Christ's life, Hallelujah. That's the ultimate power. That's the resurrection power. We know he was a, 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 the God-man who was sinless on this earth. That power resides in us. Praise God. And he walked around doing the will of God. You're supposed to be doing the will of God as well. Jesus Christ. We, we, Christ is not his last name. The word Christ means anointed. He was anointed by the Holy Ghost with power who went about doing good Healing all that were oppressed of the devil, setting people free, preaching this gospel. That's another scripture I can give you real quick. In Matthew, you don't have to turn there. Jesus went about all of Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching what the gospel, God's word. The gospel is part of God's word. Then what happened? And Healing all manner of sickness, all manner of disease among the people. Notice the order is always the same. The preaching, the teaching, and then the manifestation. In this case, it was healing. Luke chapter 4, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, Jesus said. Because he has anointed me to preach, first comes the word, preach the gospel to the poor. First thing is God's word. He sent me to heal, what comes next is manifestations, heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. So Jesus Christ, the word Christ uh, isn't his last name. It means he was anointed by the Holy Ghost and power to preach. That was what the anointing was for. When the preaching goes forth, people have something to latch on to, to believe. Once you've got something to believe, then the Holy Ghost has something to, to, to work with, something to use. Hallelujah. You want more of God's power manifest in your life, get more of God's word in your heart. Not your head, your heart. Hallelujah. So we know in the past we were quickened, made alive by the power of God, where we were born again. And we know often our future, Jesus is coming back again. And what's he going to do? When he comes back again, he's going to shout from heaven. And the the dead in Christ will rise first. And then those of us that are alive and remain will be caught up together with him in the air, right? What's that shout? That's the word of God. The word of God goes forth, the shout, then the manifestation of power. It comes to pass. Hallelujah. We will rise to be with him in the air. And forever we will be with him. So that's our past. We were born again by the word of the gospel that we believed and the Holy Ghost Gave the power to change us. Make us born again on the inside. In the future. We know Jesus is coming back again. He's going to shout the word of God. is going to go forth. And we're going to be resurrected in power. And made like unto him. Praise God. Bodily. Spirit, soul, and body. But right now. We don't see ourselves exactly like Jesus. We're in the process. We're in the walk of faith. We're to live by faith. We're. You, walk, you might feel great today, you might feel high right now, you might feel like, yes, God's doing great things, until Monday morning, then Tuesday, then Wednesday, then Thursday, then Friday, Saturday, Saturday and then you're like, uh, God, where are you? That's the challenge of faith. That's the life of faith. Faith pleases God when you actually believe when nothing seems to be changing, nothing seems to be happening. God's Word is not just words on a page. Uh, Thessalonians, you can turn there if you like. This is, this is one of my favorite. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5. For our gospel came not unto you in word only. Paul, talking to the Thessalonians, he didn't just go out there to preach. He wasn't just going out there uh, making speeches. He wasn't out there being a great orator, giving the, the wisdom of men. No, he came with the word from heaven, from power and revelation. He, 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 by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the same spirit you have, he preached and taught the word of God. What happened when that happened? The word came first. It says, for our gospel came not unto you in word only, so it's evident he was preaching the word, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost. Do you believe? In the power of God. Do you believe in the manifestation of the Holy Ghost in your life? It's not just for the preacher. It's for you. Every day. So we can expect. Hallelujah. God's word is going to work for you. Praise God. God's word is no respecter of persons. It's not for sister super saint or brother super saint it's not for those that are just doing great it's for all who will believe glory to god he he he, he confirmed you know the the manifestation of power was for all his disciples not called not those just called the ministry you know, if you know uh mark chapter 16 and Matthew 28 he gave the great commission he, he says all power in heaven and earth has been given unto me and then what did he do he delegated that to his disciples those that believe in him so what did they do they I mean they turned the world upside down the early church did pr- just preaching the gospel when you preach the gospel then all the there were signs and wonders miracles blessings healings that were starting to take place all over the place why did that happen and, and Mark 16 verse 20 it says they the disciples went forth and preached again the word comes first right that's preach the word the word comes first everywhere the Lord working with now that word them is not actually in the original language remember in your Bible if you see it in italics it's not in the original language the Bible actually says the word working with and confirming the word the word uh, the Lord working with and confirming the Word. He will confirm the Word in your life. What? With signs following. Amen. Praise God. Psalm 19, 119 says, Thy Word has quickened me. Praise God. Hebrews 4.12, the Word of God is quick and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Hallelujah. Quick. That means alive. This this isn't words on a page. There's going to come a manifestation of power. But you have to add the missing ingredients. Faith in the word. In your heart. Not in your head. That's where we're at. We've got to believe God's word. Praise God. Do you believe his word this morning? Praise God. He has spoken some things to some of you about your life, about your ministry, even about your children. You've got to stand on that. The storms are going to come and tell you it's not going to happen. It may be months. It may be years. You know, Abraham waited 25 years. But it came to pass. And we know the blessing was so great that his children, you know, uh, were, were great in number. Greater than the stars of heaven. Well, that's really talking about uh, the church. That's, that, that was the, the result of his faith. That's why he's called the father of faith. He believed The word against opposition. He believed it when everything looked like it wasn't going to happen. He wasn't going to have any babies. They were, what, like 100 years old, him and his wife. It looked impossible. Hallelujah. But our God specializes in the impossible. (laughs) Praise God. That's what he's good at. Why the impossible? So that we can't rely on ourselves and say, look what i did it's when the impossible confronts you a mountain that you cannot climb that you have no other choice but to either give up or say i believe god of course the devil wants you to give up but i believe better things of you that you're going to say i believe god i believe hallelujah that god is going to give me what I need to overcome this mountain in my life. If it takes a month, if it takes a year or years to come to pass, hallelujah, it's going to happen because God never lies. He is faithful to what He spoke, to His promises, to your life. Amen? Praise God. I'm asking musicians to come back. Not that I'm done, but praise God. God. <laughs> hallelujah god is not done with you he's spoken things into your heart about your ministry you know ministry is not just standing up here behind a pulpit you can be serving in in any number of ways ministering to your family to your children co-workers neighbors you could, uh, pastor talks about, you'd be writing letters to prisoners. I used to minister in prisons too. It's awesome. But when you do it, expect God to show up and help you. I, I come out here as a pastor with nothing. I, I empty myself and say, I am weak, but you are strong. When I come out here to preach, I come out here completely empty. I, I say, God, I can't do it. I realize my weaknesses. I know, I know my background. I'm, a, I'm an introvert, uh, naturally speaking. I, I, I don't talk. I don't, I don't like talking. I'm not a big talker. Anybody that knows me knows that, right? <laughs> Y'all know that. I'm not I'm just, just, just the way I am. That's just my flesh, though. I come out here with nothing, no power, nothing to boast of. But I expect God to show up, and he does. I expect the manifestation of God's power to flow through me. And to minister life to you and he does praise god i come in expectation and so should you expecting god to minister to speak words of life to you and you receive that life and it's not just empty words we 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 live by faith but it's not forever in other words, it isn't always going to be, I'm living in faith, I'm living in faith, I'm living in faith, as if, as if the manifestation is not actually going to come. No, absolutely it's going to come. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. It's absolutely going to come if you hold fast and you don't give up on your faith. Glory to God. The Word of God is our anchor. I'll give you one more scripture and I'll try to close. I'll try. I'll try. Uh, here it is. 2 Corinthians 3.18. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, or a mirror is what the original says, the glory of the Lord. Well, what's he talking about? Beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. What are we, hol- what are we beholding? This, the word of God. When it talks about a mirror, particularly in the New Testament, it's a reference to God's Word. Beholding in here the glory of the Lord. Who do we see in here? We see Jesus Christ. He's, He's on every page, even in the Old Testament. You won't see his name, but Jesus Christ is what the whole book is about. He is the Word made flesh. We're beholding the Word of God in a mirror. Well, that's a strange thing to say. In a mirror? What do we sing? Paul said... Christ is in you. So what, what, are we, what am I saying here? In, in, in Galatians, I think it's 2. Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. We open this up and we can see this is who's in me. Jesus Christ, as in a mirror, we can see he is right there. Like I said, when I come out here to preach, I'm expecting him in here to show up out here. When you do what God told you to do, you can expect God, Christ in you, to show up out here. And you can expect things to happen. Things are going to happen when you step out and obey God. Glory to God. I I didn't even finish, finish reading. Let me read it. So. But we all, with open face, beholding in a mirror the glory of the Lord. We see it in the Word of God and and reflect it. We see Jesus in us and are changed into, now this is hard to believe, into that same image from glory to glory. Ever as by the Spirit of the Lord. The Word comes first, the Word, the mirror, then by the Spirit, by the power of, Hallelujah, you're changed. Hallelujah, well, that that seems impossible. Well, yeah, that's the point. (laughs) I told you, God's the specialist in impossibilities. He is changing you. He is making you, transforming you into the image of Christ. From glory to glory to glory. From deliverance to deliverance to deliverance. Closer and closer as we walk with him in this world a progressive sanctification in Christ. Hallelujah. Do you get it? Stand with me. Let's praise God for a minute. I I believe God just needs some praise right now. (laughs) Glory to God. We thank you, God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Your word is true. Glory to God. We thank you for your word. We stand in faith on your word. Not just forever, but until the manifestation where we say, Yes, Lord, there it is. I see it. I see that healing. I see that miracle. I see what you spoke to me in that ministry. I see what you said about my children will come to pass and has come to pass. Hallelujah. He is faithful to his word. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. We thank you even now for the manifestation of your Holy Spirit, the power of God. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in the earth today what you're doing in this church and in us, your people. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Just thank Him like you actually believe it's going to come to pass. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Yes, Lord, more of you. More of your power. More of your truth. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. We love you, God. Oh, you're so faithful. You never fail. Oh, help us to grow in our faith and understanding of your word. We pray for understanding and revelation so that more manifestation will take place in our life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, receive the Holy Ghost right now. If you haven't been born again, you've heard the gospel, receive Jesus Christ as your Lord right now hallelujah receive right now from heaven hallelujah i'm just a man i don't have the answers but jesus does look to jesus look to him by faith say thank you lord i receive the fullness of the holy ghost and power even right now oh thank you lord god oh thank you for the manifestations of your power and your spirit Yes Lord yes lord yes pray in the holy ghost pray in the holy ghost receiving the power you need a word from heaven some of you god will give it to you believe it shall come to pass. Hallelujah, His power is for His children. You are His child. It isn't for the world, it's for you. Hallelujah. So act like it. Hallelujah. Praise him like it. Walk in him like it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you believe it this morning? Glory, glory, glory. Give him praise again. Thank you, Lord. Most high God. Thank you, Jesus.